Welcome back to the DJ Sessions, where we feature the best DJs, producers, and industry professionals from around the world. I'm your host, Darren, and right now we're standing in the back of the ITV. Wow, that was a blast from the past. The DJ Sessions mobile studio. <laughs> ITV used to be our previous show that we used to do before there it became the DJ Sessions. Hannah, we're standing here with none other than Dr. Fresh. How's it going, Dr.? Darren, I'm doing great, man. It's, uh, <laughs> it's fantastic to finally be here in the truck in Seattle. Absolutely. I mean, I remember when I showed you it backstage at Decadence and your eyes just popped and you said, yeah. I want to get in that truck. And I said, yeah, we'll get you an interview in the truck. You're like, no, I want to play the truck. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. And I'm like, okay, when you come to Seattle, you're like, I can't tell you about I got this tour. Don't talk about it. Don't tell anyone <laughs> about it. Now, we're going to talk about the tour. The Rave's Anatomy Tour, you're just kind of wrapping up, but it sounds like it's going to keep going a little bit longer, correct? That's correct. Uh, we're wrapping up the North American portion, but we just announced last night that we're going to Australia and New Zealand, man. Woo! So wow. stoked. It's yeah. going to be huge. What, uh, what part of Australia? Man, so we're doing six shows. Uh, you're going to be doing Sydney, Brisbane, Central Coast, um, Perth, and uh, Auckland. Wow. I'm forgetting. Oh. Excuse me, Electric Circus in Adelaide, one of my favorite clubs in the world. That's the wow. tour. Wow, yeah. you know, it's uh, my a couple of my friends, good friends, just moved down to Melbourne, but she's from Perth. Nice. Which oh you can look how far Perth is from Melbourne. Yeah. It's like it's like, I think isn't is Australia bigger in land size than the U.S.? You know, I think uh, I think like you're a correct. Four and a half hours, five hour flight to get from one end to the other. When I've done that uh, flight, it's pretty exact to the East Coast West Coast flight here. <laughs> it is a massive continent, dude. Yeah, you know? it's huge. It's huge, a wild, huge, huge. yeah. So, um, you know, you're, you're wrapping up the tour, continuing the tour a little bit longer, but tonight you're in Seattle. You're playing Q Nightclub. Now, I've been watching you and following you online on this tour. Is every club you're playing sold out? It, I mean, pretty much sold out? I, mean, I, will, I will say there are more sellouts on this tour than I've ever had. Um, we, we, we've exceeded all expectations. We're selling out, you know, the majority of the venues at this point, and I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And this is your first tour in four years, correct? correct. First tour wow. since 2019. 2019. Yep. Wow. Wait, I mean, waited until the right time after the pandemic to do it proper, and it has yeah. been. Absolutely. I mean, you know, as things were coming back, it was uncertain. Some states were doing stuff. Some states weren't doing stuff. It took a little bit of time to come back, but it feels like things are really back into full swing. You hit oh, yeah. it right at the right time. Oh, yeah. It's just awesome. It's great. You know, when you're on stage, do you, do you become a different person on stage? Or are you a different person off stage? Or is is there Dr. Fresh it's on stage me. and Tony off stage? Yeah, I'd say, well, you know, I, to me, it, it's not so much of a persona. It's like uh, an attitude. I'm definitely the same guy that is in his bedroom dancing to dance music <laughs> behind the decks. Like, Darren, I, I would say that Tony is Dr. Fresh, but I get into this state, and it's a, you know, you know. It's that dream-like state where, you know, you're doing your favorite thing, and that's how I, I explain it. It's like uh, if you've ever played sports, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like you're in the game, and, you know, a whole quarter will go by like that. And, I was in the store the other day shopping for a rooftop party tomorrow, and Michael Jackson, old school Michael Jackson, comes on like pre, pre off the wall, and I just start dancing in the aisle, and I make a little video of it, and I throw it up online, and I like if you know the lyrics of this song, dance along with me. You can barely hear them, but I'm just like when you dance, you got to move, and you're in that zone. You're in the zone. You are, you know, man. Um, do you prefer now? You play large scale festivals. You play kind of intimate, smaller clubs. Mm -hmm. Do you have a preference, or is there a different energy that you feel? When you're at either or, like, oh, I mean. Totally. It's, uh, I hear a lot about this word connection. You know? I would, uh, that would be probably the most direct way to, to talk about it. It's uh, 
being in proximity to the fans is the first thing, and you know that's kind of people's biggest gripe with big festivals. Because of the production, they have to be 40, 50, 60 feet away. <laughs> and a club like Q is awesome because you can literally reach out and touch the Seattleites yes. or Seattleans. You know, like you're right there in it. And I think this is a great example of that. And a lot of what I've been trying to do on the tour with the smaller venues, trying to bring the stage to uh, the booth to the dance floor. Yes, yes. Tell us about that booth to the dance floor. How's that been working out? Man, I take inspiration from a lot of the great parties out there in the last 10, 20 years that have done this. You know, Boiler Room, Def, Atlanta, that I most recently played. The 360 immersive experience is becoming popular for a lot of reasons. But I think one of them is because social media is showing us through the lens just how much more fun that is and mm -hmm. in a way it's like it brings you back to that connection right mm -hmm. at the end of the day you know that's what the dance community is about fundamentally and the good thing that our phones can lead us to is creating cooler environments so let's mm -hmm. embrace the positive things that our phones bring us to mm -hmm. i love that yeah. absolutely you know if you have if you could create your dream event mm -hmm. name five things that would be a must-have at that event you would want to have Black American Express card, cool. there's no limit on the budget, five things you'd want. I, I would say, uh, we're talking about an, a festival here. For me, it would be a, a small, perhaps camping festival, if not, uh, you know, out in the wilderness. So, so nature is important, number one. Um, whether it's a forest or a desert, some sort of environment like that. So that's number one. Number two is having that, what we just talked about, the connected environment, whether it's a 360 stage or an immersive stage. Um, the third one is I'd, I'd love to have the record label uh, crew there, man. Like yeah, Have yeah. that be a big part of it. The fourth one, off the wall. I'd love to have a stage that has nothing to do with what we do. Like, for instance, like a left field bass stage. Man, have like deep, dark, and dangerous hacks. Something like this. Alex Perez, Ephraim. Mm -hmm. And then the fifth would be I'd love to have some immersive art there, whether that's like, mm -hmm. could be something like, you know, live painting or live fire dancing. You know, one of my favorite sets ever, I saw Tipper and Android Jones. Tipper was DJing, Android Jones was painting. Nice. Burning Man expose very cool event and you know yeah. we used to have live art at our rooftop parties a few years back in Amazing. 18 19 and and it was a hit i mean people just love the fact and the the artist is there they're grooving with the music they're painting something right right there off the top of their head and it was just really awesome to combine that artwork music experience for our fans and people there speaking of fans um what's the sweetest thing a fan has ever made for you oh my god i i, I gotta say it's truly a painting of me uh, that I now have in my mom's house. And uh, it is a painting of me from when I performed in Victoria, British Columbia about five years ago. And uh, it's just this, this kind of pose of me. Uh, <laughs> where I'm wearing track pants and a shirt that uh, she has edited to... Uh, it's a low rider. It's like a 6'4 Impala instead nice. of whatever I had on there. So it's just kind of like nod to the West Coast hip-hop scene. It's really cute. Yeah. Nice, nice, yeah, it was nice. incredible. Um, changing gears here just a mm -hmm. little bit. Tell us about Bricks. Oh, my God. Okay, so we just dropped a song today, <laughs> yeah, Darren. Know, it's called I know, Bricks. Mid-tempo, G-house, electro, hybrid. Um, this one's fun. I went for my kind of core sound, but I sampled uh, – I, I took inspiration from the funk scene, you know, this kind mm -hmm. of Russia popularized this scene that really is just Memphis hip-hop. It's like <laughs> – it's straight up DJ Paul, 3-6 Mafia, you know, cowbell sampling. That's what funk is. So I just – kind of like threw that on 
a little bit, like a pinch of that into what I'm doing. And that's the track I dropped today. So I'm, I'm excited to play for you all. Yeah, I'm super yeah. excited. I've only, I mean, ever since, like I said, when I was sitting on the couch, literally, I was no setup. Feedback was on my phone. The last song on my phone, if, if I fell in love with feedback. I know I'm going to fall in love with this. I know the audience is going to fall in love with it. The city's going to fall in love with it. Q's going to fall in love with it. Everyone probably on the tour is falling in love with it. You know, that's awesome. But when's, where's the weirdest moment you've ever heard one of your tracks play? Oh, my God. Great question. I, uh, I'll say most recently. I was in Mexico a year ago with Rachel, and we were traveling around. Uh, I was doing a spring break event in Puerto Vallarta, so we went down to Sayulita before. And we were walking down the streets of Sayulita. And it wasn't at a bar. It was out of the back of a golf cart. Somebody was carrying just like, you know, like a ghetto blaster. And they were bumping feedback. Nice. And they had the ox hooked up. And, I'm, and I, I walked up. It was clear. It became clear right away that it was uh, like a wedding party. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, my God. It's Dr. Fresh. And they looked at their <laughs> phone and they're like, you know, we host one of the camps uh, at a Panky Rang camp okay. at Electric Forest. So I would say that, you know, that was probably the craziest coincidence I've ever met somebody. Awesome. We're playing with music. You know, who's been the biggest influence when it comes to your career and, and why? Oh, man. Ooh, single hand, like one person single handedly. One person got a victim. Oh my Biggest God, okay. influence. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's a great question. You know, um, I'll bring it back to uh, it, in, initially, Steve Aoki and Dimock Records is what led me to like move to LA. Oh to, I ended up interning for him. Uh, and that label model and the party model is what inspired me mm -hmm. in every way to build the structure for House Call and what I do, you know. And at the core, when Steve was doing more the electro blog house thing, that was the sound that I was going for, too. As things progressed, you know, he's doing everything from big room to hip hop, love. And what he did with the project's amazing. The, the beginning of Dim Mock and the beginning of House Call, you know, I tried to model my label mm -hmm. after what he did. And what I do is Dr. Fresh after how he started Steve Aoki. So mm. in a way, you know, that would probably be the biggest tip of the hat. It was my nice. first gig in L.A. too. Nice. I'm driving the Dimock van around Hollywood in 2010. <laughs> I was the guy behind the wheel. You nice. know? And so I, I would say that those are my formative years. Mm -hmm. Biggest inspiration there. Okay. Two letters. V-R. Have you thought about doing anything in VR? Have you done anything in VR? Are you developing anything in VR? What's your take on VR? I've never developed anything in VR, but uh, I have. Great example of this is over the pandemic, guys like Cyboy, who was doing a lot of my art in the beginning of House Call before he became a full-time techno DJ again. Um, Cyboy was trying to get me to do exactly this and a lot of AR too. So just like <laughs> not even just DJing in virtual reality. I, I myself haven't done anything with like uh, a virtual reality mask per se other than dj in uh, uh the metaverse through uh, oh my god now i'm spacing on the uh, <laughs> we, uh, i've done a, a couple different festivals and one of them was in tandem with uh oh geez darren don't worry about it, man. You're a busy guy. You're a busy I've been guy. living in 3D, man. <laughs> exactly. No, no, I bring yeah. it up because we just launched our first VR nightclub in VR chat. Tell me all about it. And so we call the club Beta Nightclub, and cool. um, we had it in Altspace, but unfortunately Great. Microsoft dropped Altspace like a bad hat. I was like, 
I, we're getting ready to launch, and boom. So we had to quickly migrate over to VR chat. We're super excited. Our world just got approved. It's gaining momentum. We're getting ready to put our schedule up. We'd love to have you come by, check it out. Really I'd love to cool. just give you a tour sometime. Absolutely. Um, and check it out. But um, we call it beta because it isn't our first, it isn't version one yet. I love it. You know, and yeah. then we're going to have version two because we look at VR as that people are going to have to acclimate to it. So some people have said, why do you have pillars in your VR nightclub? There's no gravity. So what's it holding up? And I'm like, well, okay, you got to remember, people are coming into this for the first time. So we yes. still keep the ceiling, the floor, the pillar, like you're walking around in a regular room right. until they get advanced so they can f start flying. I was in Second Life back in the day. Oh, wow. So you know? you're an so, OG. Yeah, you can like fly yes. and you fly through the brims and you do all this crazy stuff. And oh, my God. People thought it was a video game. And you got to change that mindset of it's not a video game. It's a virtual world. And these virtual worlds, are they're coming concert shows. I mean. You've heard what Marshmallow and, and Travis Scott and yes. all them did on, on uh, Fortnite and That's incredible. 12 million people or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay. So we just see that. We always like to be a front runner, a forerunner to the new technology, just like live streaming when we jumped on board and started using that and doing a DJ show. So um, we see VR being the next thing, but AR is a huge one too. Totally. And uh, I have a strategic partnership that I'm working on with a company that should go through. I don't know if you've heard about them yet, called Unity. U-N-I-T-E-A. Okay. And, uh, like, they got Claude Van Stroke on board. Okay, and what yes. they do is you go around and you use this app and you kind of, please, Unity team, do not murder me if I describe this wrong. <laughs> but basically you go around and you do stuff and you, you use, like, like Shaq has an AR thing. Nice. And you use that. You make it, but the, you can only get the AR inside of the Unity app. And then you share that. Then you get karma cool. points. Then you can cash your karma points in nice. for, like, backstage passes or meet and greets or shirts or merchandise and things like that and they're developing in a few cities and we're proud to announce we should hopefully be doing something here in seattle with it That's as well with cool. our events and getting that karma points going with special dj ar stuff and you guys are crazy. ahead of the curve <laughs> i'm excited to awesome. jump into the uh well, i can't even say 2d space but yeah mm -hmm. it's gonna be sick yeah ar vr xr it's all gonna be there and if you're okay. not involved in it get involved in it now don't sleep don't sleep. All right. Well, we're going to get to this exclusive mix in the back of the DJ Sessions mobile studio. Is there Absolutely. anything else you want to let our DJ Sessions fans know about before we let you go? You know, uh, thankful to be back here in Seattle after a few years. Uh, I will see you tonight, Q Nightclub. Thanks for the love everywhere on Raves Anatomy. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Darren, thanks for having me. Yeah. Where can people find out more information about you? Everything on every socials is D-R-F-R-E-S-C-H. That's forward slash Dr. Fresh everywhere. Thank you all. Everywhere. Right on. Thank you so much, Doctor, for coming on the show. Don't forget to go to our website, thedjsessions.com. Find us on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, everywhere. The Metaverse, The DJ Sessions. But if you go to our website, thedjsessions.com, you'll find it all right there. 600 news stories, exclusive mixes, interviews with guys like this, you know, and more fun stuff. And our event series coming up soon and contests, giveaways, memberships. It's all there at thedjsessions.com. This is Dr. Fresh, and I'm Darren, coming to you from the back of the Mobile Sessions studios in Seattle, Washington. And remember, on the DJ Sessions, the music never stops.